اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you my brothers and sisters with the noble greeting used by the messengers and prophets of Allah from the beginning of time the greeting that is the salam the greeting that is shalom the greeting that is assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I am very honored to be back here at Darul Karar here in Weinberg through the invitation of our honorable Molana Muhammad Kaji to be with you my brothers and sisters today to speak about that which is the most important thing that we can speak about and that is our experience in this world and our experience in the world hereafter as it relates to our relationship with our creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we heard Mulana make dua for people those that are going through challenges in this world and those who have even transitioned to the next world that we invoke Allah for the well-being of all those that are with us alive and those that have transitioned have passed on into the hereafter so the most important thing really is our state of experiencing whether it's life in this world or is life in the hereafter our state of experiencing is the most important thing if you're physically sick then that doesn't feel good you can't live okay you see if you're spiritually sick you can't live well in this world and in the hereafter so the first health and the most important health is our spiritual health and that is something we don't know much about we know about our physical health some of us go walking exercising gymming and and we know how to keep our bodies clean we bath we groom ourselves we put on fresh clothes but not many people understand spiritual health and spiritual hygiene and that's what i'm here to speak about today and allah tells us in the glorious quran that verily the most important of all activities is the remembrance of allah that of all the activities we have the most important is the remembrance of allah to become cognizant to bring allah into our awareness see and that's something that we find hard to do in the world because we've got so many things that need to be done we got work to do we got challenges of living we got to put you know food on the table pay the rent run businesses we get involved with the dramas with our spouses with our children we get lost in the world this world holds our attention and sometimes this world can grip our attention so much so that we don't attend to our spirituality we don't attend to our spirit we don't attend to our connection with our creator see allah says in the glorious quran that verily it is only in the remembrance of allah do hearts find reassurance see we looking for reassurance in the world if i make a little bit more money i'll be okay if my spouse listens to me and obeys me i'll be okay if my children stop doing what they're doing and listen to me and obey me i'll be fine if i get a better job then things will be different we keep looking into the world 
and it fails us repeatedly. Because money cannot solve your problems, but you think it can. The reason why money cannot solve our problems is that money didn't give us life. It did, not, it did not give you existence. It did not give you honor. All human beings Allah has created with rights. We have been given honor. The Quran says that the children of Adam are favored. Adam salam are favored creation. See? So we have been given existence not by money. We've been given worth not by money. We've been given this body. Allah says in the glorious Quran that we have created you in the best of molds. If you look at us, we're pleasant looking to one another. We don't look like snails or eels or frogs. We look pleasant looking. We have eyes positioned in our face in a way that is pleasant, right place. We see in color. We have hearing. We hear in stereo, see in color. We have taste and smell and we enjoy the best sensual pleasures because Allah has given us existence, worth, and this body to support our well-being. And He has given us a heart and a mind. The Quran says, Allah has given you intelligence, hearing and sight, intelligence and affect, feeling that you may be grateful. See, Allah says in the glorious Quran, 31 times in Surah Rahman, which of the favors of your Lord do you deny? Allah is telling us to turn towards Him. Allah says in the glorious Quran, remember your Lord abundantly that you may prosper, that you may succeed. Allah gives us the secret of success in this world and in the world hereafter, which is the most important thing. Our experience, we want wellness, we don't want sickness, we want prosperity, we don't want poverty, we want ease, we don't want hardship in this world and in the hereafter. Allah tells us of our condition in the hereafter that there's an option, there is a hellish place, Jahannam, that is in a horrible and disgusting and offensive and demeaning and disgusting to be in. And it doesn't say, well, there's only Jahannam and you must avoid Jahannam. It talks of Jannah, paradise, a place of great beauty. Peace, tranquility, great satisfaction and fulfillment. Allah is inviting us to pursue well-being in this world and well-being in the hereafter. It's not about avoiding the fire of hell. It's about entering the peak bliss and satisfaction and fulfillment of, Jah of, of Jannah. So we want in this world, like the beloved Prophet Muhammad wasalam, the greatest human being who ever lived, no other leader, has come to humanity. Rahmatullah al-Alameen, the mercy unto mankind. He, he made dua consistently and constantly. Allah, give us the best in this world. And Allah, give us the best in the world hereafter. So Allah guides us to well-being in this world and well-being in the next world. And Allah points out that if we do not follow the fitra way, the natural way, if we follow the fitna way, there is consequences for that for us in this world and the hereafter. Allah does not threaten us. Allah does not threaten us. Allah cautions us that if we fail to support our well-being in this world and our well-being in the next world, what good is Molana's du'as if I am not interested in my well-being and I get sick? If I eat, you know, oily foods 
and I don't exercise and I smoke cigarettes and I get sick, what good is Mulana's dua that Allah give Ashraf Shifa when Ashraf is not interested in well-being? What good is that? What good is our students not studying, not paying interest in their studies and Mulana is making the dua that Allah give them success in their studies? It's just very little good. The great good is when human beings want what is best for them in this world and in the hereafter and then align to it and support it. And when we do, the du'as of others will be answered. But no good we're making du'as for everybody else who they themselves are not interested in the well-being in this world and the hereafter. So our well-being is very important and it starts with the recognition of Allah that Allah is our Rabb. Allah is unseen, yet is aware of all things. Allah cannot be seen by us at this point, but is more real to us than anything that you can see. He is the one that is absolute and eternal. He is the one that has given us life, not money, not a job, not a husband, not a wife. You see, these things of the world cannot give us the favors that Allah has given us. And Allah says in the glorious Quran that we must, O oh people, speak of the blessings of Allah. Speak of the blessings of Allah. Remember the blessings of Allah. That those who appreciate, Allah will give more. See, it says, let the people rejoice in the gifts, the favors, and the compassion of Allah. Let the people rejoice. It is better than their everyday preoccupations. What we do in the world to earn money, to earn respect, to get people to like us, to please people. Whatever we usually do, style, fashion, showing off in different ways. Whatever we our usual occupations, trying to be somebody in the world. It is better that we acknowledge Allah as the supreme compassionate presence that has called us forth into existence that everything is because of Allah and we would not be without Allah Allah says remember him and he will remember us in the glorious Quran Allah says if you fail to remember him ours will be a depressed life it's not a threat it's a caution that this world won't work well for you if you do not acknowledge the creator of the world the hereafter won't work well for you if you don't acknowledge the creator of the hereafter. It is very important. So Allah tells us that the most important thing is to bear cognizance. You don't need to be in a state of wudu to remember Allah. You don't need to be in a state of ceremonial purity. You don't need to be in a mosque. You don't need to be doing postures. You can be driving your car and you can say what we said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise and glory be to the creator and sustainer, the Lord of all the worlds, who, whose intelligence is prior to my intelligence, that my intelligence is nothing compared to Allah. Today we go to schools, we think we got seven A's, we go to universities, we got, think we got couple degrees, run good businesses, we think we're very intelligent, we're not intelligent. The intelligent person, who's one who surrenders their intelligence to the intelligence that is Allah, and surrenders. Islam means silam and salam. It means to release. Release your intelligence. Release your separation. Release your arrogance. And acknowledge, prostrate in honor, in worship, 
in reverence between before the one that is worthy of worship, of honor, of reverence. Many of us are getting lost in the world. Some of us are even getting lost in Islam. What does that mean? It means some of us are more focusing on Islam than on Allah. Some of us are arguing about Islam with one another. We're not talking about the greatness of Allah. We're not talking that He is our Rabb. That He is our... He is sufficient for us. We're not talking about it. That Allah is sufficient for us. See? Allah is all-powerful. So Allah has given us a special favor. Among the many gifts Allah has given us is the power of dua. That we, once you recognize Allah and you glorify Him because He is worthy of glory, because nothing would be if it wasn't for Him. Neither you nor me, our children, the world, the sun, the moon, the sky, nothing would be. Our existence is a gift. It's a gift. You did not earn it. That we can be, that I can be here, stand and look at you, is not but the gift of Allah. His mercy, His compassion that we can exist on a planet, that you plant a seed, that you get a tree with hundreds of fruit. This is His lehma. This is His blessing. This is His love for humanity. He gave us intelligence, gave us the ability to have fun and play and laughter and joy, gave us the ability to live lives, walk on our feet with honor and dignity, that we can have creativity and develop. Allah has created us not as animals, but as great beings. Ashraful Makhlukat, the most noble of creation. When Adam was created, Allah said to the angels, bow in front of humanity. Bow in front of humanity. We need to feel good about Allah. Feel good. A lot of us have been trained to live in fear of Allah and threatened by Allah. You need to be cautious about Allah, but not threatened by Allah. There is no place more secure, more welcoming for you as you are than in the presence of Allah. Allah says, say to my servants, I am all forgiving. I forgive all sins. Approach me as you are. This is the greatness of Allah. He says, come as you are with asking for forgiveness, asking for compassion. He doesn't say, first sort yourselves out, then come to me. It's within his right to do that. He is the Most High. But he doesn't do that. Hadith Qudsi tells us that when you take one step towards Allah, he takes ten towards you. How compassionate is Allah? He could have told us, you take ten towards me, I'll think about coming towards you. And that would have been within his rights. Our God Almighty, our source, our Rabb, our Lord is a compassionate, is a benevolent, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Do we acknowledge that? Do we celebrate that? That Allah is forgiving? Do we feel good within us about the nature of Allah and how loved we are by Allah and how He has taught for us and supported us? Do we feel good about Allah? It's a question. Think about it. Do you feel good about yourself? Allah has given us status, created us as thinking beings. Do you feel good about humanity, respect for yourself and one another? I have to respect you, brothers. Not because of anything else, because Allah has created you superior to the angels and the animals. Allah has given you worth. Who am I to disrespect you? I can't disrespect you. You are Allah's creation. Whether I like what you say or don't like what you say, whether I like you or don't, I have to respect you. Even if I don't like you. Because of Allah has created you as a noble creation. We have to feel good about Allah. We have to feel good about ourselves. To feel good about one another. It's very important. We have to feel good about life. We have to feel good about life. People are sad. People are miserable. Part of the 
You know, tradition of the beloved Prophet Muhammad was he was always smiling. Even with the weight of the world on his shoulders and the challenges that he went through, he was smiling. His heart was open to other people. It's an optimist. Cheerful. The sunnah, to be cheerful. To feel good about life, that what a gift we have. We get lost, shaitan, the one who have been worshipped. Allah has told us, do not be among the... Shaitan will whisper to your, in your minds and in your hearts, cause you to feel bad, get worried, get very worried, he'll tell you. Get very worried. This is a very big problem. You should be unhappy. Don't worry about Allah. Don't forget about, forget about Allah. Don't, shaitan will tell you. There is no problem. The power of Allah and your problems is no problem. The power of Allah is supreme. You have Allah. He is benevolent. You are worthy to Allah. Our lives are important to Allah. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to live in well-being. We don't have a problem. Except that we don't feel good about Allah. And we don't feel good about ourselves. And we don't feel good about lives. We don't know what it is to have healthy satisfaction in life. Healthy fulfillment in life. We don't know how to enjoy life in a healthy way. In the way Allah has made permissible for us. We don't know. Trying to get by. See? Problems to be sorted out. It's hell in this world. And if you're in hell in this world, chances are you're going to be in hell in the next. If you can't know Allah in this world, if you can't surrender to His power in this world, if you can't feel good in this world, what makes you think you're going to feel good in the next world? What makes you think you're going to enter a place that is great of great bliss, great fulfillment, a place of Milk and honey and rivers of joy and fulfillment. What makes you think you're going to be ready for that? If you can't be happy in this world with Allah, what makes you think you're going to pitch up to heaven and walk in and so? If you're so happy there, you won't be able to stand out. You'll run screaming because you're so used to feeling miserable. You're so used to feeling unhappy. You're so used to having your heart closed to Allah, yourself, one another. You're so used to greed. You're so used to fighting one another. You can't enter heaven like that. You can't enter heaven. You have to feel good about Allah. You have to feel good about yourself. You have to feel good about life and living. The joy of living in a healthy way that Allah has made halal for us. Beautiful foods for us to eat, enjoy. Opportunity of life to live. We don't know. We don't know. Our young people don't know what it is to enjoy themselves naturally. They need a phone. They need a television. They need some computer. They need some money. They, need, they can't enjoy themselves. They don't know what it is to enjoy life without anything or anybody. We don't know. We're sick spiritually. I say that with respect. We've got to attend to our spirit and to feel good about the gift of dua, invocation. Invocation, the greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts. Allah has given us many blessings. The Quran says, if you try to count the blessings of Allah, you will not be able to because they are innumerable. Countless. Eyelids. Imagine if you didn't have eyelids, how will you sleep at night? It's a gift from Allah. The night and the day. The Quran says, look around you and see the ayah, see the signs of Allah. Look around you. We're looking but we can't see anything because we're spiritually blinded. Spiritually blinded by our problems, by our challenges. Spiritually blinded by what needs to be done, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to achieve, what you think will bring you success in this world. Spiritually blinded. You can't see. 
Now you won't see later. The Quran says it is not your wealth, nor your children that will avail thee on the day of judgment. It is those to bring, who bring to Allah a purified heart. What is the state of your heart is the question. And that you'll be able to see in the way you look. If you look at yourself in the mirror, you'll be able to see the state of your heart. If you look at the thoughts you think, you'll be able to see the state of your heart. If you look at the words you speak and how you speak, you'll be able to see the state of your heart. If you look at your actions, you'll be able to see the state of your heart. If you look at your relationships with your spouses and your children, you will be able to see the state of your heart. If you look at your relationship with your finances, you'll be able to see the state of your heart. This is important, the Quran tells us, the heart and the purification of the heart. The spirit, the heart is the spirit. When you're spiritually well, your heart is open. The love of Allah comes through you and enters into the space around you. The consciousness of Allah is the nur. It's the light that, em that you embody and enters in the space around you. We live in an age of darkness, my brothers and sisters. Absolute darkness, suffering. We live in a state of modern-day jahiliya. There is no spiritual well-being. In our homes, there's seldom light. There's seldom love. There's seldom joy. There's seldom fulfillment in our life. This is unnatural. This is unnatural. We need to recognize the special gifts of Allah. First is forgiveness. That Allah invites us to invoke Him and His forgiveness. That, oh Allah, I am in error. Some way or another, I'm in error. My life shows it. I am in error. My heart is not clean, whatever it is. I sincerely come before you and I ask that you being enough for me, you being sufficient for me and you being supreme, you have the power. I ask you to cleanse my heart. I ask you to cleanse my heart. I ask you to remove all the impurities that are there for however long that is there, knowing full well that you can remove it. I ask you to put light into my being, to put light into my heart, to put nur into my presence. I ask you, you can do that. I am sorry for my errors. I am sorry for wronging my own soul. I am sorry for hurting myself and hurting other people. I am sorry for forgetting you. I am sorry for denying you. I am sorry for associating partners with you. I am sorry, but today onwards, there is none worthy of worship for me. There is none worthy of my attention. Although there are lots of things that we can attend to, but nothing more than Allah. The things that we usually get our attention, what is it? What is it for you? Constantly thinking about it over and over again. Is it Allah? Or is it something that is within the world? First is Allah, then enjoy the world. So invoke the compassion of Allah. Thank you, Allah. I am so pleased that you are already compassionate, Allah. I don't have to make you compassionate. I have to recognize that you are and receive your compassion. You see, a lot of us are trying to get Allah to be compassionate. Or we're trying to get Allah to forgive us. No, He is already compassionate. And He is already the one who forgives all sins. We have to simply be sincere. And we have to invoke it from an open heart and allow Allah to cleanse us. We have to do that. That's all. The, the love of Allah is there. The compassion of Allah is there. The support of Allah is there. We don't have to make him be supportive. We have to recognize that he is supportive. And we have to receive it. Do you understand? Is this meaningful for you? 
the invocation of Allah that the beloved Prophet Muhammad has said. He said that dua, dua is the weapon of the believer. He said that dua is the best form and essence of worship. He said that dua averts misfortunes. And he said in the tradition that dua can change your qadr. Dua can change your destiny in this world and the hereafter. What a great gift human beings have been given. The ability to turn to the one that is all-powerful and to utilize the power of the one that is supreme. To have him heal us. To have him provide for us. To have him take care of us. To have him fulfill our desires. To have him accomplish our purpose. So dua is something that after the recognition of Allah, his compassion, his mercy, is to feel good about this gift given to us. To invoke the compassion and to invoke the support of Allah. And the Quran says to us, Allah is enough for us. We don't need the governments to change. We don't need anything in the world to change. We need us to change. Allah says, verily, you will not change the condition of a people until they change what is in themselves, what is in their hearts. So stop trying to change conditions and change what is in your hearts. Then Allah will change conditions. And nobody can stop Allah from changing any condition. Nobody and nothing. If Allah is with you, there is nobody that can be against you. I assure you, it is the question that are we with Allah? Allah says, he responds to those who are responsive to him. The prayers of those without faith is nothing but vain prayers. You see, you have to recognize and receive from Allah before he responds to you. So we've got to learn to actually feel good about the power of dua. We've got to learn to feel good about it. That Allah is compassionate. Feel good about that. He is forgiving. Feel good. Approach Allah in forgiveness feeling good about His compassion. Approach Allah in dua feeling good about His power and His sufficiency for us. Many of us are making dua desperately. I am so worried. I've got this very big problem. We feel so distressed and depressed and we turn to Allah. That is faithless prayer. You turn to Allah recognizing He is supreme and you feel good about that. And you turn to Allah recognizing how important you are to Him and you feel good about that. And you turn to Allah recognizing that He wants you to live in this world and in the world hereafter in the best state of well-being and you feel good about that. And you turn to Allah and thank Him for the ability to invoke Him. And you feel good about that. And then you feel good about what you want. You feel good about what you want. And before you ask for what you want, start by appreciating what He has already given you. Those prayers that come from desperation and those prayers that come from denying Allah's favors already, they're not answered. You have to say, thank you Allah, I've got this, 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 this. I'm very grateful and I want more. See, I am satisfied in these areas of my life. I might have financial problems, but I got good health. Thank you, Allah. See what you have first and appreciate what you have first before you look to what else you can have, that what else you can appreciate. So, Alhamdulillah, for this opportunity, Mulana. <coughs>
to give me this opportunity to glorify Allah together and speak the greatest truths, the most important learnings. These are not spoken in schools, they're not spoken at universities, they're not even spoken in some religious institutions. But there's nothing more important, this is an education. What you learn in schools and universities, you think you're intelligent, is skills and competencies. You learn how to read, you learn how to write, you learn how to sew people up when they're sick and need stitches, you learn how to, sew, you learn how to take a case through court, you learn how to do things. In school you learn competencies. You might be competent, can run a business very well, but don't fool yourself that you are intelligent. A truly intelligent person who's around, who recognizes Allah, and the greatness of Allah, and a truly intelligent one is thankful that Allah is enough for them, and who approaches Allah graciously and uses these favors of invocation, of compassion, the forgiveness of Allah, and Allah's power in our lives. So, shukr alhamdulillah. The last thing I will say, if anybody is interested, I have an MP3 CD um, that's got 10 lectures on it. It's called Spiritual Upliftment. It was talks that I gave before and during Ramadan and it guides you more. If you're interested in what I said, there's over five hours on this for you and for your family if you are interested in spiritual well-being that you can obtain from me. I have a few copies here and if you want I can leave some with uh, Molana. With that, I make dua for all of us that we participate in our own well-being in this world and the hereafter. Instead of just not participating, not being interested in our quality of being and life in this world, and not supporting it in this world and the hereafter, we fail ourselves for here and now and the hereafter, and then we turn our hands up and say, make dua for me, make dua for me, I'll make dua, desperately pleading to Allah, we have to be responsible. We are the vice students of Allah. We have to take responsibility for our well-being in this world and the hereafter. So it is my dua that we accept the amanats that we have on our own souls. That we purify and cleanse our souls so that we benefit in this world and in the world hereafter. That Allah then, as we do our part, He does His part, supporting us in the way that He is enough to supporting us in the best of this world and the world hereafter. Inshallah. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.